This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to the landscape, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between, it's time for the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome into the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my host and special guest this week. He is Josh Brown. He is the Milwaukee Nary Immediate Past President. Got that right, didn't I? Immediate, yeah. Immediate Past President and Vice President of Sales of Blifford Lumber and Hardware. Josh, good to see you again. So I uh, last weekend and again this weekend. Yeah, good to see you again, Mike. Hey, the... Uh, before we get into the show that 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 happened last week, which I thought was went really well, by the way, what does the immediate past president of Milwaukee Neary? What's what's your responsibilities? There's actually more responsibilities as the immediate past president than the president. So you know, Chris Egner gets to sit with his feet up now, and <laughs> he just, does that well. Yeah, kind of kind of point and <laughs> tell people to do stuff, right? Uh, as a member of the executive committee, still immediate past president, I've got to sit on multiple committees now as well. Ah, do you enjoy that? Yes. Yes, yes, you do. I don't I don't get sarcasm all the time, so I'm not sure if you're being sarcastic or not, but I, I believe the the eye roll kind of gave that one away. Um hey, the, the the show I thought last week, I, I'm a big fan of, of, of these and, and I think that Milwaukee Neri does a better job than, than than anybody when it comes to these shows. Um we tried some new things this year. And I think both the two that I, in particular, the the Skills USA part of it, where we brought in high schools and they they built what they built and they did it right on site, where you could hear it, you could smell it, you could go watch them. I thought was incredible, and I hope that we'll continue to do that every year. The Skills USA competition is huge for us because it it all goes back to that workforce development and getting kids interested and involved in the trades. Uh, I'm sure if you talk to any of the remodelers, they're just dying for people, and and we need to get the kids interested in it again. The the um, last year when they did it at WeatherTech, uh, Tom Mainville was telling me that there the four kids I think it was from Blair Taylor, um, all got offered jobs. They were like, "Look, when you graduate, the one kid goes, I'm a sophomore," and they're like, "Yeah, but when you get old enough and you graduate, if you want to move to Milwaukee, come work for us." And you, you know they all kind of giggled and laughed about it. But Tom said, look, we're serious. These are kids that understood what they were doing, how to do it, how to put a good day's work in. And and he said, look, they would get a job here in a second. And Tom is serious because Tom's hired a number of kids from uh, trade schools, and, and they're super active in it. Yeah, really smart. So I love that part of it. And then we did um, – you guys got me involved in, in kind of a Price is Right game show. And I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do Dan Riedel and I um, – uh, Randy Miller sat in for him one time, and and then I, I did it each of the, the four days, and I thought we got better as the 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 week as you know from Thursday to Sunday. I thought it was we were much better on Sunday, and I thought it was an eye opening experience for some people. What we did is we showed projects, 
you know, a, a kitchen remodel, showed before and after, and then gave them a price range of let's say fifty to seventy-five thousand, and whoever came closest got a hundred-dollar gift card. And there was a couple of times where all three of the people were on the low end, and there were times where everybody was high, and we had to re- have them do it again. But I think for the people in the crowd and the people that that were part of the contestants, I think it was an eye-opening experience and some knowledge as far as why it cost what it did. And then we had whoever the company was, we'd have a spokesperson for that company come and answer questions. Yeah, and I, I think the remodelers love this because more often than not, I watched a lot of the shows and and a lot of the times they're on the low end because you get in this habit of watching HGTV or DIY and they do these remodels and, oh, $10,000 in two days. Well, this starts to set some realistic expectations. So when they go to the booth and they speak to the remodeler and they say, hey, I want to do this project, when they ask them what their budget is and they say $10,000 and then the remodeler says, well, you're probably looking more like $80,000, right. they don't fall over backwards. Yeah, You know what's interesting is, is nobody had questions in the beginning that I would just ask really basic questions and then that would spur other people in the crowd to go, well, hold on a second, did you, what kind of, product that you use here and what were you there's one guy on friday that he he's been in this business a long time and he was asking very specific questions and i thought boy this could go sideways and it didn't it was really interesting and and the more questions he asked tracy grosspeach was was um it was a b and k that he was asking and she was like look this project was a year ago just so you know but I remember this, and let me tell you this, and this is how we did this. And she handled him really well, handled him really well. And I thought, boy, this if he keeps asking these kind of questions, maybe I'll grab the mic from him. <laughs> he was one of those guys that took the mic from me and walked away. Well, so. Tracy can handle herself. so Yeah, she did. She did really well. Um, attendance, we did fine. We're, everybody was happy with that, I know. Um, do you guys Have you guys already started talking about next year's show? Definitely. I, we started talking about next year's show probably two months before this show. Really? Um, you know, there's things that, that, there's ideas that you want to get in and sometimes they don't come in to the show. So, all right, well, let's talk about it for next year. And we, we need to continually come up with ideas to freshen up the show. Uh, right now, interact, interactive displays is something that we're talking about for next year and a lot more uh, just interaction with the consumer. I liked um, I liked having the culinary stage on one side and then that presentation spot where it was – people didn't realize they could sit in the couches and the chairs. The Nary people knew, but the consumers didn't. And I would say, come sit here, and they'd be like, oh, no. They thought that it was just there for window Well, dressing. they were white also, so I think right, that made some was. people nervous. Yeah, no doubt. But I liked it because it was really more casual, and it was almost like coming and sitting in my living room, and let's have this conversation about some of this. I, I, I watched Melinda Myers. And I, man, she's really good. I, I really am a big fan of hers. And she, in that environment, is brilliant because she's just walking around talking to people and she would answer questions to the point that she would be there still when the next time I'd have to go over there and say, You got to get your people out of here because we got another thing going. And she would just stay there and, and she was, you know, signing some books and selling some books. But more than that, answering questions for people. It's she's always a huge hit. I mean, I I don't remember how many years she's been there, and every year she's got the area packed. I and I tell this story when she I see her here once a month, the radio station. The first couple times I saw her here, I was like kind of intimidated. That's Melinda Myers. Like 
that she's a big deal in her in her you know field and then i started talking to her and like she's a wise guy she like she could fit in with the front office girls at Milwaukee Nary. well i don't know why you would be nervous you're First name is big time. Oh, well, she doesn't know anything about sports. So she had no, she knows my brother, John, though. She was like, aren't you John McGiverns? I get that a lot. Um, speaking to the girl, the front office girls at Milwaukee Neary, um, I got to do a little shout out to them. As always, they were difficult for me to work with because anytime I'd be doing PA announcements, they'd be throwing stuff at me. Or oh, is, is that all? Yeah, that's that, no, not really. But you know where I'm going with that. But here's the thing. Anytime somebody walked in the office and had a problem, there was a woman who had tripped, and and uh, they they completely took care of. They they can go from goofing around to taking care of a problem like that, and and they just take care of it and then move on. And you know when you do shows like that, I don't know if you know this, Josh, but a lot of people have complaints. No. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. My favorite, and I don't know who it was, and I couldn't pick the guy out of a hat, but. He was complaining that the Skills USA guys were making too much noise. Well, that's kind of what we do. And for me, I the noise and the smell, the I, it was brilliant. I sat and watched it. I sat and watched these teams again. I I'm a high school basketball coach, so I understand that to watch kids work together. I mean, the definition of a team is two or more horses pulling in a similar direction for a common goal. Watching these teams. I could see which guys kind of got along, what guys were arguing a little bit, who was in charge. I could pick out who's the lead in that team, and I really liked it. I, I And I hope that I the guy who complained it was noisy I thought was out of his mind. Well, like I said earlier, it's not going anywhere. It's too important to the future of the industry. So, uh, you know, you, you're going to go over a couple of bumps in the road, but we're going to just keep forging forward. What do you think the um, the answer to getting more high school kids? It's it's. Parent and school buy-in. I think the schools are really starting to buy in. Uh, you, you need to get the parents to buy in and and say, get out of that mindset of you have to go to college. Yes, some kids have to go to college because that's the path they were meant to go on. Right. There are brilliant kids that just that reading the books and and book smart is not the way to go. It's they want to work with their hands, and these are these are extremely intelligent people, and they need to be told that it's not wrong if you choose not to go to college. Right. And there's a lot of Look, there's a lot of options right now for these kids. There's a ton of options, a ton of paths that they can take if they decide they don't want to go to college. If they want to go and be an electrician, if they want to be a plumber, if they want to be a carpenter, they, there's a lot of options for them to be able to start as a laborer and then get trained into what they want. The deal is they have to get to work. Yeah, and and again, like I said, the parents just need to understand that because they're going to be looking for craftsmen and they, they kind of sit back and they say, well, yeah, we, we need people like that, but not my kid. My kid's going to be a lawyer or a doctor. Well, yeah, that's great, but there there's other professions out there that are that are great also. Right. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the show. It's, it's fun for me to walk around. And the people that come on the show, obviously, I go say hi to. I, I know a number of the NERI members, but there's a lot of companies that have not been in. And, and they haven't been in the studio to do the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show. And I'll walk up and introduce myself. And all of them have heard the show. And I'd say, well, why don't, you know, it's, why don't you come in? Let's highlight, promote, and celebrate your company for an hour. And they're like, ah, I, I'm too nervous. I don't want to go on radio. And I said, it's just like you and I are talking here. I mean, you have a headset and a microphone in front of you, but it's your company. 
It's you own the company. Let's promote and celebrate this thing. And I and I hope that Gail and I did a good job of getting uh, some new companies to to come join us in here. I think we did. We've already had some good interest, and good. you know, and it's it's a lot because now I'm doing double duty and getting paid twice as much. Right to be here today. That's tw- did we guarantee? It? Yeah, we, two times zero is still zero. It's, it's, even if you even if you don't go to college and you go down that path to be a plumber, two times zero is still zero. Hey, let's get to a break. We'll continue our conversation with Josh Brown. He is the vice president of sales for Blifford Lumber and Hardware. Go to blifferdlumber.com for more information. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with Big Time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your question at 414-799-1250. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside this week's host and special guest. He is Josh Brown. He is the Milwaukee Nary Immediate Past President and vice president of sales of Blifford Lumber and Hardware. Hey, Josh, we haven't uh, we haven't had you in for a while where we specifically talked about Blifford Lumber. Can we talk a little bit about how many locations, the history of the company, and uh, the mission statement on, on who you guys are? Sure. Well, we've been around for now well over a hundred years. Uh, we have seven locations: uh, Waukesha, north side of Milwaukee, northwest up on Silver Spring. Uh, we're in Cudahy, Oak Creek. Um, and the south side of Milwaukee on Morgan Avenue. And all of our yards do a, l- a little something different. So we've got millwork-centric uh, yards. We've got some industrial yards. We've got some yards that we do wholesale and, and home builders out of. It's a, it's a really diverse collection. When you decide um, what, what location is going to be kind of known for, for what, do you, do, you, do you think about the location itself or the size of the yard? Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? That, absolutely. I mean, that that has a lot to do with it, but also it's just been kind of how we've grown. When I started with the company in 2001, we were two locations, and we had one that was kind of more millwork and remodeler based, and we had one that was more home builder, industrial based. And then as we started to add more yards, most everything that we added was already an existing storefront. So we kind of took what they did and then added that to the mix and then tweaked it for our needs. The the uh, the store on the east side off Humboldt. Um, is it Humboldt and Chambers, maybe? Yep, it's Humboldt and, and Chambers. What, what is that location known for? So that that is actually the original yard owned by, which was started by Christian Mecklenburg and then was the original, it was called Northside Colon Oil. And then uh, it, it was a tiny little office, which at now actually we dismantled the original office and that now sits in the streets of Old Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Public Museum. Oh, that's cool. And uh, that yard was doing a, a lot of home builder type stuff, but now we built an 8,000-square-foot hardware store, and it's a great neighborhood har- hardware store. It's beautiful. And River West is a very community-oriented neighborhood, so they love the idea of having a local family-owned business right in the neighborhood. It's perfect location for that. You're, you're right. That River West area, I mean, the um, the coffee shop that's across the street, Colativo, yep. does great business, and the people in that neighborhood love the fact that they can go to, like you said, a local hardware store that's that's privately owned, family owned, family run, and I, I would assume that a lot of the people in the neighborhood are known by their first name when they walk in to that hardware store. Yes, them and their dogs. And yes, there you go. Hey, when uh, when you guys started, 
this isn't this isn't just when you talk about Blifford Lumber and and the name of the company Blifford Lumber and Hardware. It's it's a lot more than that. Yeah, we we only recently kind of changed it to Blifford Lumber and Hardware. We were Blifford Lumber and Fuel Company, and before that, we were Northside Coal and Oil. Um, and if you, we have old pictures at the uh, at the hardware store of the horse drawn carriages with getting loaded up with coal to be delivered to the homes, and then we had a, a fuel oil business as well. And still today, there's still a Northside Fuel Company that runs around with the oil tankers with the Blifford name on the back of them. Really? Yeah. Um, still family run. Yep. Eli Blifford is, uh, is the main man over there and he, uh, geez, his, <laughs> I, I forget how many generations it is, but it, his, uh, his son and daughter are involved. They work at the hardware store and, and wow. they're, they're excited to be involved. I, I think that's phenomenal. I, I do. And it's, uh, I think it's fourth or fifth generation and in doing some research for, for the show, that's kind of where I went back to in fourth or fifth Generation Which is un- Eli is. I mean, that's just unheard of. Unheard of. And if his if his kids are working, it could get to a sixth generation. And and how many? Do you know how many overall employees? Uh, we're around 150 now. And looking, I mean, you guys are hiring, yeah, like everybody else. It's it's not a glamorous business. Nobody, you don't get many kids growing up say, "I want to sell lumber when I get older," or "I want to be involved in in building materials sales." But uh, the way Eli phrased it to me a long time ago is, "Look." We build hospitals. We build, you know, we supplied a bunch of material to Miller Park. It's cool to drive down the street and say, yeah, we we were a big part of this building coming up out of the ground. You know, I think that's one of the uh, one of the selling parts on getting high school and young adults into this industry. I, I'm telling you, and I've told this story a hundred times, but my father, who was a bricklayer and a mason, would drive us in downtown Milwaukee and pull the car over and go, I built that. Yeah, you, you can ask... Uh... My fiance Ruby and my and my son Jake, there there. I'm always like, yeah, we 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 done. Okay, we know you told us the last ten times we drove by. <laughs> my da- hey, he would do that all the time because he was so proud of it. He was just really proud of. I mean, he would say, "Look, I was on top of that building yesterday, and it was two below zero. But you know what? We go to work. That's what we do. We're men, and we go to work. And we're you know bricklayers. We're tough boys. We can get up there and do that stuff. And he was so proud of it." And you know, if if uh, when when it when it drove him nuts is when they they it was winter and they were they didn't have work, so he'd be home for two weeks. The first two days he would be fine. He would be a bear to be around after that because he felt like he should be out there working. And 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 again, he was so proud of the stuff that that he did. Hey, at Blifford Lumber, Lumber did do consumers can come in. And if they're going to do the project themselves, they can buy the, the, the material there. Yeah, we sell to, uh, to homeowners, to professionals, remodelers, builders. doesn't matter. We're, we're happy to help. You know, one thing I didn't know, and I, again, doing research this morning, was if, if you're going to do, if you're going to come in and, and do, let's say, your kitchen and you're going to do cabinets, you can go to Blifford Lumber and Hardware and you'll offer kitchen and bath design services yeah at our waukesha location and at our sturdivant location so if somebody says look i think i can do this on my own i just need somebody to to walk me through or i need to have somebody that can give me some advice on the design side of it then they go to to waukesha or sturdivant yeah and we have designers there and we can uh we have cabinet displays countertop displays 
put the whole thing together, put it into the into the system, and then you can get a drawing and a and a three D image of what the kitchen is going to look like. You know, I like that. I I wouldn't do it because I you know what I I saw pictures of your house and and I know you've done you did some of that yourself. Uh, not I, you, I you did a lot of pointing myself. <laughs> you but... did. It's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. I the fireplace part was amazing. Uh, how long did that take, by the way? Uh, so that's a limestone tile. So it it really took two days, and that wow. was it. It looks like it probably took a lot longer. It's it's really beautiful. Thank so you. So nice job on that. You guys, it's all you're moving ready now. We're moved in. We just need to get some uh, landscaping done. So we'll have to get the old nary book open and and find a landscaping contractor. Yeah, and there's a few that are listening that'll probably be calling you pretty soon because the backyard comes springtime you're going to need some work back there. Yes. That dirt has to be moved. There's there's no doubt. When when somebody does go into the Waukesha or Sturdivant location, if they if they say, "Look, I've got an idea what I want." They they'll work with a designer from Blifford Lumber. Will they come to the house or will they Yes, once uh once there's some initial uh, discussion. We would come to the house. We do measure, field measures to make sure everything's going to fit exactly as needed and not going to have any issues. Is, is there an uh, additional cost? No. If you're if you're purchasing, then our services are included in it. Boy, that's awesome. Margaret, Heather, and Steve yes. are the three that that you can work with. And if you're going to utilize, if you're going to buy your your materials from Blifford Lumber, they will have a designer that will work with you. If if they then need help putting it in. They would go to a contractor, not somebody from Blifford Lumber. Right. We don't do any installation. What what we do is we would we ourselves open up the Nary book and say, here's some people that work with us on a regular basis that we feel comfortable recommending, and we know that they'll do a great job for you. That's good. Hey, at the uh, the before we get to a break, we're gonna get to a break here in a minute. At the show um, last week, you guys did a lot. You showed some really good. Um, things with one of the products that you you carry and you you guys do really well with ASIC building products, the decking part of it. And um, this time of year, are you getting a lot of questions about people that are going to want to put in new decking? The the questions about decking never stop all year round. Really, it it doesn't matter because if it's if it's summer, people want their deck. If it's winter, they're thinking about when they're going to be able to use their deck. And really, if you want to get the best contractor out there. When, you better start thinking in the winter about scheduling someone to come out and take a look at it because if you are in August and you're sitting out there and you're like, you know, it would be really nice to have a, a new deck, well, guess what? You're looking into the following year because the best are going to be booked out of ways. That's almost with everything right now. Everything. Yeah. I People are they're amazed at how far out the best contractors are. You know, there there's some guy that you can see driving down the street that might be able to come over and look at it and get it done next week. But that's not the guy you want doing this, right? That's that's what you got to remember. If there's someone who has no work right now in with the with the labor shortage we have and with everything else going on, and and they can come in and start your project tomorrow, and that's that something you want to dig into a little bit. It you, there might be it might be okay, but you, you want to look into it. Yeah, I agree. He's Josh Brown. He's the vice president of sales of Blifford Lumber and Hardware. Their their website. Go to their website. Some really good stuff. On that website, it's BlifferdLumber.com. This is the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with Big Time Mike McGivern, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 105.7 FM, The Fan.com. 
Welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Josh Brown. He is the Milwaukee Nary Immediate Past President and Vice President of Sales for Blifford Lumber and Hardware. What, at Blifford uh, Lumber and Hardware, what's the biggest part of your business, do you think, overall? Is uh, it still lumber? It's, I mean, dollar volume-wise, yeah, it's lumber just because of the wholesale side of it. But, um, I mean, it's funny because people are always wondering what – some people have different ideas of what we do. Some people think we're just a lumber yard and you can only get two-by-fours. Some people know us as a place where you can get windows. Other people know us as the place that has more moldings than anyone else. But, you know, we do it all. So the people that think that you guys do two-by-fours – is that because the the Blifford Lumber, where they go to, is the one that that specializes in that? You think, or just I, because of the history? I just think it's you know we're called Blifford Lumber, yeah, and hardware. Okay, so that can mean a lot of things. Yeah, but uh, you know mo- most people that are probably my age and younger, they they probably never even been in a lumberyard. They know a Home Depot. They know you know a Lowe's, and it's it's it, it's more of an experience when you come to a family owned local business and that's that's who you compete with right yeah uh, i mean we, we big box stores yep and we compete with other family-owned lumber yards there's there's still you know well one of those around and uh and then a couple of other uh you know true lumber yards but yeah that's that's our big competition for us when you talk about um moldings there are people that that know your company for that in, in more than anything else and and that's with good reason. Nobody nobody touches us on the amount of moldings that we stock, and I don't think anyone would argue that. And that's a big part of what you guys do. So people can come in and get get and say, "Look, here's the molding that I have. Here's what and here's what happened, and here's what I need." And you guys more times than not can duplicate it, correct? right? So we we can match anything, but uh, our strength is that we have it sitting on the shelf. So it's it's a big part of our commitment to uh, repair and remodeling segment. Um, to be able to be working on your house, doing a project, whether you're DIY or whether you're a modeler, getting to a point and realizing you need something and being able to go to the store and pull it off the shelf as opposed to having to order it and wait a couple of weeks for right. it. Right. Huge difference, especially in the middle of a project. If you if you can get that done, wh- which location is known most for moldings? Uh, Morgan Avenue and uh, Waukesha have the largest selection of moldings, and Sturdivin is now following close behind it. We're really... Uh, it's a great location on Highway 11. It's right up the block from where Foxconn is going in. There's going to be a ton of building around there. We're giving that store uh, a huge facelift coming up. Not a bad place. Not not bad to have that location right there. Yeah, we we picked that up a couple of years ago, and it's smart. It's gonna it's gonna pay off. Yeah, I think in, so. Yeah, in spades, as they say, that that whole area is going to change. In, yeah. in a huge way. There's going to be tons of uh, affordable housing. Uh, there's going to be tons of apartment buildings going up there. We're already we're already seeing it in the area. Boy. You know, and, and it's interesting because they talk a lot, and not to get political on the show, but they'll talk a lot about, you know, what Foxconn alone is bringing to that area. What they don't talk a lot about is, is the surrounding, the Blifford Lumber and Hardware, that that location is going to be, it's just going to be a great location for you guys with working with all the the building that's going to happen there. Yeah, and and then beyond that, as as all these people move in, I mean, we hope to be a a neighborhood hardware store a lot like we are in River West, um, and we're really ramping up and expanding the uh, hardware offering there as well. Hey, this time of year is is um, what is most prevalent in in your industry? Is it still is it 
people are looking at spring and saying, okay, we're planning this or we're looking to do this. Is 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 that what what people are coming talking to you guys about? Yeah, when you when you're talking about on the retail side, for sure, it's it's getting ready, ramping up for spring, wanting to hit the ground running. Um, right now, for me personally, the the building in in and around the city, the commercial stuff, the multifamily apartments, it just I can't believe it. It's just nonstop. You 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 must everyone must drive around and say, where are all these people coming from to fill these apartments? It's it, there has to be a tipping point. Josh, I don't know what, if we're there yet, but there has to be because I this this buddy of mine that I that I told you about that I showed he's done my my backyard and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you his number and Fresh Landscapes is, is the name of the, the guy and he told me this was years and years ago we're we're standing up overlooking kind of like where the river was and there was no condos not and he said that's the next big area people are gonna want to build. They're going to be building condos because people want to be on the river, and I, th- I said, "You got no. There's no chance." When well, you when you get to that north end now, you're you're like driving down a corridor. It's four story buildings the whole the way whole on each way. side. Yeah, and there's and I don't know where is it. People my age that are that are, are selling their home, you know, their kids are out and they're moving into condos downtown. Is it young people? I, I don't know who's you, buying all this. You know, we were talking about this at the wrap up show meeting for spring and and kind of tailoring uh, certain segments for different kinds of people and for the, our fall show that we do as well. Um, and and I think just because we were talking about empty nesters and we were talking about young professionals, I think that's your area. It's people without kids, you'd have to think for the most part. So people who are working downtown, want to be close to work, want to walk, bike to work. And then you've got the people who have had their house, they're tired of the maintenance, their kids have gone off to college and, and they, they just want a, a space of their own. You know, that's great unless... One of your kids buys a house across the street, then you have three grandkids, and you're not moving. You can't go, and that's awesome. Well, I'm not quite there yet, Mike. And that's where I'm at. All three, Keegan, Logan, and Beckett come over all the time, and uh, it's awesome. But you know what? We're, we're, we'll stay there, obviously, because the kids are are, are across the street. Uh, but we like the neighborhood, and, and uh, now that we have the landscaping done, it looks actually looks pretty good. So we'll, we'll stay in that neighborhood. But I, when I'm driving downtown, Josh, I can't figure out who these people are. Like, wh- who's going to continue? And there's always new ones going up. And I don't, you know, they're not cheap. They're they're expensive. Have we thought with Nary, have we thought about doing an, an area in the Nary show specifically for condo users? So that, that actually is one of the things that we were talking about when we were talking about our fall show and kind of tailoring things to individual market segments. Um, and condo living is literally the words that were written on the wall. We had um, uh, Tom Mainville in, and my niece came in. It was right after uh, Thanksgiving. She has a condo, and she was talking about redoing her kitchen. And so I had her come in and ask some questions. And Tom said, look, it's a different animal. When you're doing something in the space of a condominium, not only that, depending on what floor you're on, the logistics are, the, the, yeah. and I didn't think about that. The logistics of being able to to park and get the materials into the elevator up to where it needs, and then the stuff out the same way. He said, "You got to make sure if there's a doorman that he likes you." Right, and and then you you start to limit the height of things. You know, sometimes it's nice to have if you've got a 16 foot wall, it's nice to throw a piece of 16 foot baseboard down. But that's not happening in a condo because how are you getting it up there? Yeah, I. That's so. I, I'm glad to know that you guys are are, th- are talking about that. My niece who lives downtown, she said, "Look, I, 
I have no reason to go to the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show because I live in a condo. And for me to be able to say, hey, look, that's not true because we're, there's going to be some some ideas for you as well. I think it's important for her to know that. Hey, when we were talking a little bit earlier about Azek and, and um, the, the decking questions that, that people have, they, there's a number of people here at, at, uh, uh, at the radio station that I work at. They, they have decks, and they're, they're worried about what, it, what they're going to look like now that the snow is gone. Um, and depending on the type of material they have, if they, if they were to, to want to redo their deck or put a new deck in, you recommend Azek, correct? Yeah, we partner with Azek on a yearly basis. We, we do a winter buy. We get it in. We, we try and get the best price possible for the customer. Uh, it's a PVC decking, so, I mean, basically plastic as opposed to, um, you know, a wood composite decking. Um, if you want wood, I, I always, the wood look, I always suggest buying wood. Azek does not necessarily look like wood, but you're going to get that longevity out of it. And you're going to get at the end of the year, after you get the snow away, you know, you shovel it off, you clean it. It is, there's no such thing as no maintenance decking. That is the one thing that we always tell people because they just sit back, they relax, they let the leaves fall on it. The leaves (laughs) decompose on it. No, you got to sweep it off. You got to spray it down, but it is. Azek is what we like to call the ultra-low maintenance decking. You know, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I've got a few more questions for you with that. And uh, I know that you guys do a nice job. How do you know how much to, to buy in the winter buy for them? You, you kind of estimate on what you did the year before? Um, yeah, we look at uh, that. That's a product that I purchased for the company. So I look at the sales for the previous year. I look at what colors maybe we didn't stock that we did a lot of special ordering on, and, and we tweak it based on the previous year. Let's uh, let's uh, pick it up right there on the other side. This is the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with Big Time Mike McGivern, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your question at 414-799-1250. Uh, welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host and special guest, he is Josh Brown. He is the uh, vice president of sales. I almost said director of sales. That would have been a, you would have gotten demoted. Yeah, the vice Sorry president's executive level. Yeah, I know, big time. <laughs> vice president of sales, Blifford Lumber and Hardware. Go to BlifferdLumber.com for more information. Hey, we left off talking about ASIC and, and the decking that you guys sell most of. Um, is that is that a correct statement? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's... Overtaken wood treated is still a big a big one just because it's a, an affordable option and you do pay more for the Azek, but it, it's number one. And it's it's PVC, correct? And you had said that uh, right at the end of the last uh, segment. So it's not it's not wood, and it doesn't look like wood, correct? Right. There are in their higher end collection, it starts they they start to do what they call variegated colors, where you get some some color mixing in there, and it it looks a lot more like wood. But when you're talking about a piece of PVC that's gray, you know, I, I'm not going to try and convince anyone that it looks like wood, but right. it is an awesome product and it does look great. Can you uh, can you power wash those decks to to, to clean them? Yeah, you got to be careful with the pressure because it is uh, it is plastic. PVC is plastic, so if you if you if you go too high of pressure, you could probably carve your name into it. But it, it's still a durable product. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, and and they can't come and blame you guys for that then. No, but someone might try. They <laughs> might try. What What's the best way to clean that that material? Uh, I I mean, really, if you take good care of it and you keep up with it, and you don't let 
stuff, you know, start to degrade on it like leaves and, and you know, stuff like that. Just a hose, a, a broom, and you're good to go. And it's the first time you want to put that grill out, uh, you're ready to go. And is is there a minimum height from the ground that that uh, it needs to be installed? Um, it, I would say yes, there is, but it's nothing that really is a concern to anyone because your how tall your joists are for your deck are going to get you off to that limit. Do, do most um, most consumers do they don't try to put these decks up themselves? Do they? Oh, no, there's a there's a fair amount of people that do. There's there's people that do it and they do a great job because they it's just something that it's a hobby or it's something that they've done in the past. And then there's people that uh, do it and get halfway through and then they say, hey, you know anyone that can help me out with this and, and finish? Are you going to put a deck um, in your backyard? No, you are not. I am all concrete. I have a concrete patio, a concrete patio on the side. That's uh, yeah. I saw a picture of it. it looks really good. But I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted to throw a deck up there too. No, 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 no interest. Hey, when um, when people come in and and there's different colors, correct? Isaac offers. Yeah, I say too many colors, but really, yeah, too many. I I think you need three options. That's about it for guys well, like me. Well, you know, it, it's it's also how um, how the salesperson presents stuff. So it you never want to show a customer, and customers should know this too, because customers shouldn't ask to see everything in front of them. Your brain, our brains, do not work like that. It's a uh, okay. Do you want grays or browns or you know something right. more orangey? Okay, let me know that. And then once we narrow that down, just in theory, then I can bring out two or three colors that fit into that range, and we can kind of do the this one or this one. It's like going to the eye doctor. Which one's better, this one or this one? I look and I, when we picked up the picked out the hardware for the cabinets, we did. Yeah, we didn't have everybody with us. It's just my wife and I, and I could not. I ten minutes into it, I said I have to get out of here. I can't do this. There's too many options. There's too many drawers to open. Everyone looks better than I. I, I, I can't. And do And you're this. looking at a wall of them. I mean, you can't even a, focus on something. No, a wall of them. And it was thousands of options. And what I needed is to come to you guys and say, "Here's kind of what I'm looking for," and have somebody go, "Here's three options. Pick one," because that would have made it so much. I I literally shut down and said, "I don't want to do this project anymore." Right, and that's something that our cabinet designers do. We have samples of hardware for cabinets and. And all that kind of stuff. Just make it easy, you know. Pick, give me three options. Like you said, I don't think our brain is is uh, is ready for all a thousand different things to look at. And so when somebody comes in and says, "Look, I want a dark brown option," or "I want a brown option," and here's how big are these decks that people are building? Well, they they run the game. I mean, ten by ten sometimes, right. and then there's decks that are being built that are larger than most people's houses. Man. Yeah, I I like decks. I don't know if I'd want it to, to take over my whole yard, though. Right. Well, the the ones that are that big are associated with a big yard and a pretty big house. I, I've seen multi-level jacuzzi on the top level, gazebo on the second level, and they're they're pretty incredible. Hey, does um, how does Azic does it, it it weathers well? Because in this kind of weather, you never know what you're going to get this time of year, but. It, it, it's got to be a product that weathers pretty well. It does, and it's got a lifetime warranty, um, and uh, and that's to the you know to the homeowner. Um, and again, another thing that we at Blifford Lumber just want to be straightforward and honest about. People say, "Yeah, I want a deck, and I want it to not fade." Well, welcome to UV light. Everything fades in the right. sun, so it does not fade excessively. It keeps a reasonable likeness to the to the color that it is when you put down but anything you put down outside will fade if if somebody is doing it themselves and 
a year later they want to extend, expand it or make a change, they they can come back and get the same material they, they bought the year before, correct? Yeah, Azek's pretty good about not um, just discarding colors left and right. Yes, they have discontinued colors over the year. They do keep them available for, for a couple of years after through distribution. But um, but like anything else, some some things do get discontinued. So I always I always like to recommend sticking with the classics, not a not a funky you know right. what's hot color like a white with gray striped decking. You know maybe just stick to the gray. Right, because that that white with the gray might go away in a year and you can't. Right. Hey, um, a winter like we had, and it's not over yet, but pretty mild winter, correct? What does that do for for your business? Does that hurt it? No, not at all. I mean, it keeps us it, it keeps us running all year all year round. So, do you guys sell um, you sell uh, salt and and yes. shovels and snow blowers and all of that? Right. So that that kicks up the the hardware store business. Anytime right before a right before a snowstorm, the hardware store is buzzing. Yeah. Um, but overall, if the if the weather's better, it keeps the rest of the business moving along. So no matter what happens, you know we're we're kind of we're covering all the bases. I had to take my uh, right before this uh, last snow that we got. My snowblower went the the wheel fell off at the same time that it stopped shooting it out the the chute and started shooting it forward, mm-hmm. and everything just kind of like it all happened in the same span. So I brought it to a guy who's a buddy of mine, and and uh, he lifted it up and he said, "Your everything is broke under here." And I said, "Can you fix it?" He said, "Yeah, but the wheel is like the least." I mean, I can just put the wheel back on, but they had to replace all of it. So, so we have a service center at um, at the hardware store in River West where we do lawnmower tune-ups, snowblower tune-ups. Oh, you do. Yep. And the just just remember, you do your snowblower tune-ups in the summer, and you do your lawnmower tune-ups in the in the winter. Because if you go in on at the end of March and you try and get your lawnmower tuned up, it's it's going to take a couple of weeks. It will take a couple of weeks. Hey, I appreciate you coming in, Josh. we got a couple of minutes here. Um, what's going on with Milwaukee Neri? Uh, anything that's uh, – what's the next event? Well, we've got the uh, Tour of Remodeled Homes coming up in May. Right. Uh, what the dates are exactly, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on, and that's always a great – uh, a great event where you can actually get in the homes yeah, and see awesome. the actual work. It's great to go to the shows. Uh, you get a good idea of who you might want to use, but at the end of the day, going in a house that's completed, it gives you the best idea of what you're going to get. Yeah, that's a really good event because you get to walk through the with the people that did the work and ask the questions right there. Why did you do it this way? How did you do it that way? And the amount of ideas that you get from some of those homes. Um, the foundation, I thought, did a good job. Neri Foundation at the at the uh, the show. Um, hopefully, they sold a lot of tickets, made a lot of money for that foundation. I I think it was a record year. Really? Yeah. Good. I hope so because uh, I'm a big fan of the work that those guys do. And there's a couple of pros that come in with uh, filling out those raffle tickets. I, the, our first, my first customer on Saturday, uh, a nice lady came in and she had all of her return address stickers and she bought twenty tickets and she's just there peeling them off and. St- I spent forty bucks. On tickets. Oh, that's it. You know how many? You know how long it took me to write my name. I got to get one of those yeah. stamp things or something like that. What do you mean that's it? That's a lot of tickets. Hey, it's for the kids, Mike. It, oh man, making me feel. How much did you spend on it? What? I oh, donated yeah. my time. Yeah, they're very go. valuable. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for coming in, Josh. Uh, keep up the good work. Again, BlifordLumber.com. He's the vice president of sales. If you got any questions? Uh, 
Give them a call or go to their website, BliffordLumber.com. This is the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.